1: Good evening, wherever it is that you are listening to podcasts. Uh, my name is Sean Douglas, and I've uh, got a raspy voice today. I'm not sure how it's translating through. I'm kind of under the weather. My kids are be sick. Uh, January 7th, and um, so I sound a little under the weather because I am actually under the weather. But this is Life Transformation Radio, and I am your host, Master Resilience Implement Ted speaker, business positioning strategist, and international best-selling author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over seventy-four countries. So that you first time join us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here we tell stories of why we're doing what we're doing. We highlight that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their life as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Block Talk Radio Network Tuesday through Friday at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Join our Facebook group, Life Transformation Radio Community, and you can interact and talk with the guests and myself, the hosts, within that Facebook I ask you to subscribe and leave a rating and review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, Himalaya app, Google Play Music app, and available on Pandora. So please subscribe and rate and review and let us know how we're doing. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, and other amazing human beings that are impacting the world around them. And my guest today has done exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show, our live broadcast, call us up at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657 383 Zero Nine, and my team is standing by to field those calls and If you have a question, we will get you on the show and with that, I will bring on my guest now, Christine Closer, Christine, welcome to Life Transformation Radio.
0: Oh, my gosh, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here.
1: I am pumped
0: to have you on the show,
1: <laughs> not only because of what you accomplished, but you have like the best attitude. Out of most people that come in contact with at events and uh, at, at, at different times that seem like you have it all together, uh, you just have a, a really great attitude about everything.
0: Well, thank you. You know, I don't try to have a great attitude. I just try to be me. So maybe I naturally yeah. have a great attitude. Who knows? But maybe, yeah. <laughs> Like, but I've I been mean, through the ringer to get here, which I'm sure we'll dig into today. But oh, uh, yeah. you know, I didn't always show up how I show up now.
1: That's great. Um, a lot of people, you know, when times tough or you know at an event and they have a booth and there's a lot of people, they get frustrated and flustered and they go, Oh, my gosh, where's my pen? Oh my, gosh, my pen. and they're like freaking out. You, not you, clean, cool, calm, composed, and then got up on stage. And did your thing and rocked it. And I was like, man, like the way you carry yourself just says a lot about who you are. And I just wanted to compliment you on that because it's something that I just.
0: Wow. Well, thank you very much. That means a lot coming from someone like you who interacts with so many people. Much appreciated. Is, thank
1: you. Which is why I'm uniquely qualified to compliment you. <laughs>
0: Because I see people, I'm
1: like, this guy's losing it. This guy's losing it. You know? um, and and they wear their frustration like you can see, it like that. that guy's really in a good place. Like maybe I'll come back. <laughs> you
0: know? Oh, uh, interesting. No, it, yeah.
1: It was very welcoming. You were very welcoming and very uh, approachable. So happy to have you on the show. We're gonna we're gonna talk about so many things. It's amazing. Uh, but I titled the episode "Write Your Transformation Book" with author coach publisher, Christine Closer. She trains entrepreneurs and leaders to write their transformational books. She is a USA Today and Wall Street Journal best-selling author, coach, and publisher. Since 2004, she's helped nearly 80,000, 000, 80,000 80, 000, aspiring authors in 127 countries. Many clients have become bestsellers, while others have signed publishing deals, speak on stages worldwide, and appear in major media outlets like CBS, CNN, ABC, NBC, The New York Times, and TEDx. What's more important is who they become through Christine's life-changing process. She delivers much more than a published book. She helps aspiring authors fully embody their true, authentic self and bring their brilliance to the world. You can learn more about her at Christine Kloser, K. L-O-S-E-R com. She has a free Transformational Quadrant ebook Right there And get your book Published with their Boutique Publishing Services The link is right there in the show notes Connect with her and let her know that you Heard her episode of Transformation Radio Christine the first question I have to ask Is why Why do you do What you do
0: you know, it's such a good question, Sean, and to be honest with you, for a number of years, I'm talking like doing this work for probably a decade um, with authors, because as you mentioned, I started working with authors in 2004 when I actually, the first person I ever published was my husband. <laughs> um, he set out to go write this book, and then, you know, I was like, well, now that I know everything I need to know, because I told him I'd help him publish it, which I knew nothing about at the time. Um, you know, I've been in this industry for a long time, longer than most people today, I think. And it took me until about, I would say, maybe just five years ago, till it really clicked that I was one of those kids who grew up in a household where it was, you know, I just knew it was better to be seen and not heard. Um I swallowed my words for years. I never felt safe in my own home to really share anything, to to contribute my voice, to contribute my opinion, to, you know, speak my truth or talk about my ideas or, you know, god forbid, my feelings. Um it just, it just did not exist. Um you know, not that my parents were good par- parents and didn't love me deeply. They just did not know how to create that container for someone to feel seen and to feel heard and to feel, you know, valued for who they are. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who's had that experience growing up. Okay. Um, but it was years into working with authors that it just dawned on me. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what I've been doing all this time is helping people find their voice and liberate their voice and share their message and and feel heard, and be seen, and be who they authentically are, so I was already doing in my work, like, the very thing that I felt so much was missing in my own life, you know, growing up, and then beyond that, because I just didn't know that, you know, you could feel seen, and be heard, and that my voice mattered, it, it took me years, now I can't shut up, but um, <laughs> that's kind of the why, but it was very it was working unconsciously until I had a conscious awareness like, man, this is what I do. I I free people through the process of writing a transformational book to really become a fuller embodiment of who they were born to be. And I'm really and, you know, I'm not and I don't want to be braggadocious, but from what my clients tell me, like, I'm really good and there's no one else doing it quite like I I do it with my clients. I love it's, it. You know. It's about a lot more than just a book, that's for sure.
1: Right. Yep. I a hundred percent agree. Uh, I wrote my first book in 2016. It was a painstaking process. I cried a few times because um, I was like, "This is so stupid. Why do people write books?" <laughs> you know? And then, like two days <laughs> yeah. later, I'm like, "All right, let's get it down." You know. But it's like, I don't know because it it, it it's a labor of love. But my book, uh, which is called "Decisions: The Power to Overcome." Self defeating behavior. Most people's inability to make a decision is still a, a self defeating behavior. They're like, well, if I just don't make a decision, then I'm just not going to, I'm just not, I'll, I'll be, my life will be fine and nothing bad will happen. Well, your inability to make a decision still is self-defeating behavior, uh, which most people don't even realize that they're holding themselves back by not even making a decision. So mm. that's why I wrote the book because there's a lot of self defeating behaviors, but I, Used my myself life, my suicide moment, everything as a case study for the resilience program that I was teaching, and my pastor ended up using it at church, and so mm. everything that's in that book was like I I just know how transformational a book can be. That was on my own. I can't even imagine what it would look like working with a professional, who can bring even more out than even I could imagine. If I worked with you on that book, I'm sure. It be completely different um the whole process i mean everything would have been amazing so that's why i say you have to work with somebody on this type of project because i did it on my own and it sucks
0: yeah it can be really hard for people on their own and sadly what i'm hearing more and more about sean lately is people who hire someone to help them and end up worse off than if they had done it on their own mm. I mean, like 2019 for me was a year of hearing one horror story after another. We're talking fifty people paying, you know, fifteen thousand upwards of fifty thousand oh, dollars for help with their books. And then, like, literally, I spoke with someone just last week, right before the New Year, so maybe two weeks ago. Um, it took her a year to recover from the trauma of the work and what she was subject to from that book coach and the time, because the book coach would not let her write the book that she felt she was born to write. Right. So it's like, it's insane. So yeah, you could do it on your own, which is better That's than working nuts. with someone who's going to point you in the wrong direction, but working with someone who's going to help you really excavate the true authentic message and excavate yourself and get those words on the paper. in the process is profoundly powerful and life-changing.
1: I love it. Something I've taken on a lot. I did it a couple of times in 2018, took it on a lot in 2019 was only the book marketing like you bring me a book and i will market the crap out of it for you and uh all eight of the people that i worked with in 2019 all went to best i mean it's an amazon bestseller which i mean it means something but it doesn't like it's so easy to make amazon bestsellers to a point but you do like everything like us They've got publishing deals, they're on but I mean, way more than I could ever do. Um, so I am thinking about writing a book this year, and I haven't told anybody about it until now because I was saving it for this episode. But I do want to write another book and would want to work with somebody because I know how much it sucks. <laughs> doing it on my own.
0: <laughs> well, then we should so, talk offline about that because i can help a little bit.
1: Yes. Absolutely, because I got the marketing out. for account. sharing
0: that news here. That's pretty awesome.
1: I so the title of my book is going to be called "Positioning is Everything," and I want to make it a Jack Canfield type um, installment, like Hal Elrod. My buddy Hal Elrod has the Miracle Morning. It's like yes. Miracle Morning, everything right? That's what I do. But here's my here's my hook: Positioning is everything in sex. Positioning is everything in business. Positioning is everything on the field, like, like for like team building or team performance or like athletes or something. Positioning is everything. So I, I can see if one book is successful where I can use positioning in other aspects of life, positioning is everything in leadership and have like a series of books come out like that. One's successful and I do a second one and that becomes successful, then I'm going to go full blown on this idea. But this is my 29th or 2020 kind of behag is to write this book.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. I'm just smiling ear <laughs> to ear thinking about the possibilities for you. Very right? exciting.
1: Right, so so we will definitely, definitely talk. So I love your why. I love everything about what you're doing. So the whole premise of the show is talking about our transformational moment. And you said before, <laughs> you didn't always carry yourself that way. So tell uh... listeners the moment. That happened. What is, Christine, transformational moment in life that puts you on the path to what you're doing?
0: It was a series of moments. I guess you could call it a perfect storm of breakdown. Um, I wrote a book back in 2007, came out in 2008, called The Freedom Formula, How to Put Soul in Your Business and Money in Your Bank. And it was the right book, but at the wrong time. Okay. And it was the book that I so desperately needed to read. And it is a really good book, but I was not qualified to write it. Like I didn't have the on the ground experience. Like I knew what I knew from a place of just knowing I am extremely intuitive um, all the information in that book is absolutely accurate, but I didn't know it through my own physical experience in my human body on this planet. I, I knew it from a different place, and I built a business around that book—a beautiful business. I did an event on that book, and within three days, I sold a half million dollars worth of, worth of coaching to a room full of like a hundred people. So, as you know, awesome. considered, yeah, considered a great success. Um, you know, sure. I say success in quotes because it's all relative. Um, yeah. But the business that I built around that book was not the right business for me. All right. The subtitle is how to put soul mm. in your business and money in your bank. And I wanted to help people excavate and do the soul part. And the people who hire, you know, who join my programs and work with me, a very high level coaching programs, and everything. They just wanted the money in the bank part. Like it was just such a mismatch. Uh... And I myself at the time was on the brink of bankruptcy when I launched this book. Like I was teetering, you know, every month, am I going to make it or am I not going to make it? So this event happened, you know, very successful. And then the economic crisis and <laughs> the recession happened oh, yeah. and clients who were paying on credit cards could no longer pay. Um, you know, a couple of my clients at a very high level, you know, they were just like all of a sudden they did not want to do the work that they were supposed to be doing in the program and they blamed me and I just gave them money back to get rid of them. And I ended up, you know, being kind of arm wrestled by my event producer, like the gal who my event manager, I guess, to sign the contract for the event coming up the following year. Let's do this again. Like no one sells a half a million dollars in their first event, Christine. Like you understand that? <laughs> You're like, we've well, we got to do it again. Like, this is amazing. And, and I basically said I can't do it again. Knowing full well that not doing it again would mean kind of shutting down the business, mm-hmm. um, probably losing everything. And that's mm. exactly what happened. I did not sign yep. the agreement, shut down the business, um, ended up by 2011 filing for bankruptcy, losing my home to foreclosure, um, and spending a heck of a lot of time on my knees. You know, raging, crying, begging, praying, negotiating, demanding, bargaining um, for how in the world I was going to ever be able to stand again, ever to be able to serve again, ever to be respected again by people in my industry. Because, you know, in my mind, I was the ultimate, um, the ultimate failure. Uh, wow.
1: But, Even yeah. though you got a half million dollar in sales.
0: Yeah, well, when you have a half million dollars of sales and you refund like 200000 and you have another, you know, 150000 of people who lost their credit lines when they were like, we're cutting everyone's credit to exactly yep. what they already had, you know, like then they couldn't pay me. Um, right. And just to produce that event cost $150,000. Wow. So Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Cause, you know, I. You know, I paid speakers like Marianne Williamson and Neil Donald Walsh oh, sure. and James Twyman oh, to yeah. come speak at the event. Of I had course. full production screens, <laughs> you know, the because oh, that's yeah. what I thought I was supposed to do because I the wasn't then – well, let's add this one more piece. I wasn't then who I am now, and I was looking outwardly for what success looked like, and I thought mm. it looked like what it looked like for everybody else. But when mm. I did that, for me – it was, you know, it was both devastation, um, but it was also liberation because you really get to figure out who you are and find your inner strength when you are stripped of everything. Um, There's
1: so many stories about, oh, the 2008 killed me, you know, 2008, 2009 yeah. was the worst year's life. It's like everybody's, like, moment, and you know what I love about that moment is everybody's I can't go back there because now I'm smarter and I have better systems.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: it wasn't just a, yeah, that sucks. don't want to do that again, but I'm just going to do what I'm doing. People learned, people got better. It was that, it was that, it was that moment that people said enough is enough, never doing this again and actually did something about it.
0: Yeah. And that was that was me. That's how I ended up, you know, training those eighty thousand dollars, eighty thousand authors, because when I was on my knees begging, like I'm a sole income earner for my family. My husband was a stay-at-home dad. Like we didn't have a savings. I'm not a trust fund baby. You know, we had right. no backup. I, I dumped every well. I invested. I shouldn't say dumped. I invested every mm. penny of my personal money. Every every nook, cranny, and corner I could find it. I put it into that business, keeping it alive, paying my team. So when I went belly up, like I, you know, I was really left with nothing. So I had to create something, you know, where we were going to be moving into, you know, I don't know, someone's spare bedroom, <laughs> which I did not want right. to do for my family. I had a young, you know, my daughter was like, I guess, six at the time we lost our house. Like, I did not want that for her. Um, so when I you know begged the only thing i was shown to do was to do this summit and i had done summits in previous iterations of my business called the transformational mm-hmm. author experience and I was like you got to be kidding me universe because that i wanted to do that last year but every colleague and you know friend that i knew that had very successful businesses said that it was the worst name they'd ever heard um, there were two people who didn't like completely diss it, but everyone else was like, you should not ever do anything with that name. It's not going to fly. There's no, you know, there's no, um, you know, value. Like people don't even know what that is. So when I'm at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom, Sean, that's the only, that's the only thing that's coming is you have to do this. So in 60 yep. days, I, you know, I said, yes. And literally 60 to 90 days later, I had 10,000 people in my first um, transformational author experience training, and for those who took the next level, it ended up being over six figures of income, and I got to move my family into another rental instead of someone's spare bedroom and started my so, life over in 2011. So
1: did you? So you wait, wait. You had 10,000 people in like what? Like a course?
0: Yeah, it was a free training, a summit, where I went out and asked, you know, and, you know, like you've experienced me. Like, I'm the kind of person, I yeah. could come back to you 10 years later and you're going to have a very favorable um, experience. Yeah. It's just my nature. Was it an online,
1: was it an it was online an virtual online, summit that you
0: did? Yep. Yeah, okay. an online okay. virtual summit, but I didn't like okay. calling it a summit because it was really sure. a lot more than a summit. About 100%. Um, but, uh, yeah, Not it was that. It. But I had speakers like – you know, Robert Allen, and John Asaraf and Michael Gerber, and I just, Asheraz, I just went out yeah, to my awesome. community. I leveraged, you know, every relationship I had, um, and I got 10,000 people in the program.
1: That is, holy smokes. And enough, smokes. enough and to pay, and it was
0: six figures, right? Yep. Like-
1: like leverage yep. their email list and all that. Like, that's incredible. See, that's what most people think, like, well, I need to do an event, and I need to do this, Now I'm going to be rich, and I'm going to – but there's a lot of work that goes behind it. Oh, my that. God. And and the, yes. It's, it's not just going to set up a webinar. It's not – most people think that it, businesses feel the dreams. It's just mm-hmm. not. You don't no. build it, and they don't – you know what I mean? You're not going to build it, and they'll just come. You know? I mean, I've been speaking – Professionally since 2016, well, I should say, paid since 2016. I was speaking for free in 2014, you know, in 2015, and it took me three years to kind of build up that that kind of experience. What I noticed is that less people wanted to hire me when I started charging. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know, I got free stuff. I'm like, I'm everywhere. Like I'm, I'm getting booked everywhere. Like I should probably just charge, and then crickets so it's it's a funny thing that happens, and it's a lot of work, tons,
0: yes, and especially back then, when I was like literally living on some borrowed money that my father had loaned me, I could only afford like a three dollar an hour tech team in India, so I yeah. would have to be up at you know three o'clock in the morning to get them when they're online to to just make the pages work and link things with the shopping cart and, you know, do what you needed to do. There's more that goes into a summit than anyone can ever imagine if they've not done one themselves. Right. And, you know, there I was literally like three o'clock in the morning, sometimes in tears because I was so exhausted. But, you know, it is hard work, this entrepreneurial path. But I, I would not give it up, not even the bankruptcy, foreclosure, the failures, you know, the betrayals. a lot Like, I wouldn't give it up for anything. It's just its so much a part of who I am and, and what I'm here to do and how I'm meant to serve and impact people's lives through this thing called, you know, writing a transformational book.
1: There you go. I absolutely love it. So what is it that you do – with the people that want to write the book. You know, I, I haven't heard of book coaching other than, no, you should write it this way, and no, you should format it this way, and I'll edit it, and, you know, like that stuff. But you do something special with the people that you work with. It's just book writing. Talk about that and how you yeah. elevate the world around you.
0: I think what's really different about what I do is that I don't approach the book First, I really encourage the author, whether they're in one of my online programs or they're, you know, coaching with me or they're sitting on my couch like I had a client last week for a three-hour, you know, half-day VIP session. Like, I dig so much into the author, who they are, what's important to them, what they want to create, why they're writing this book, who that book is for, the impact that they want to have, what, you know, the legacy they want to leave, um, the breakthroughs, the healing that might be in store for them as they actually bring this book to life. So I deep dive into who that person is, because then and only then can you really write the right book. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's, you know, like you talked about, we have a free book for you all at transformationquadrant.com um, for my book called The Transformation Quadrant, How to Blueprint Your Book in 15 Minutes or Less. And it's, you know, it's four different quadrants, but one of them, which people don't really think about in the book writing process, they think about their readers, they think about their business, you know, they think about the impact mm-hmm. they want to have in the world, but they kind of leave out the most foundational piece of the process, which is them as the author, because yeah. writing, writing a book can actually bring you whatever transformation it is that you desire if you approach it that way. So that's where I start. And then it lays the foundation for like everything under the sun to happen. <laughs> like I rarely <laughs> even coach my clients specifically on their book. I'm coaching them on themselves. I'm coaching them on having the confidence to speak their own truth, to shine their own light, to get the, you know, to get the clarity they need and make the powerful decisions to move them forward and when that happens, like I had a client last month at a writing retreat, she was came in completely blocked, like, everything I write sucks, you know, I'm never going to be able to do this, no one's ever going to want to read it, maybe I should just throw in the towel, and I'm like, let's, let's just sit and talk, you know, I'll be here, you're my first coaching person at the retreat this morning. So we session, three days later, she had over 13,000 words written, and she's like fired up about this book.
1: Oh my gosh. So you just talked to her and work through a process?
0: Figured out what was going on. You know, my intuition is very keen and very finely tuned and it know like it knows exactly how to go find the opening. It hears the words in between the words that they're saying. That's where the, the key to their freedom really lies in this process. So, you know, I listen I listen for that. Um and, I, you know, I just, I trust where I'm guided to go with them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think I could say pretty much hundred percent of the time or maybe 99.9% of the time, it's right. exactly what they needed to get the clarity, the breakthrough and then go right.
1: I love it. It's pretty fun. Like, love I, it. I'm
0: so blessed to do what I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you seem so energized about it. And that's, that's what I love the most is you're doing something that you're absolutely great at but you love doing it at the same time.
0: Mhm. Well, cuz I Enough love my trainer. clients. You know, I just I love my clients. I was just with a bunch of them today on a virtual writing retreat. We, you know, sit for 3 hours together all over the, you know, country and all over the world and and they work on their books in this space that I hold for them. And it's like when they come back at the end, like, well, I wrote 1500 words or I got this done or I got this website, you know, copy done for my book launch page or whatever it is. It's like it feels like it really does feel like it's my own win because I love them so much and I'm so mm-hmm. proud of them. And it's such a joy to watch them just bloom. It's uh, That's yeah. awesome. So and
1: if somebody wanted to work with you, how, mm-hmm. how would they do? That? How would they work with you? Do they go to your website? Do you have uh, um, like a consultation with that? How does that work?
0: Well, there's a number of different ways, and unfortunately, my website is like a, a not finished work of art. <laughs> um, but the best thing really, <laughs> is <that> anybody. <laughs> yeah, right. The best mine is really
1: a mine is a hot bag of trash.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, go to transformationquadrant.com, grab a copy of that book. It's a short read. I mean, it's called a book because it's got enough pages to be a book, but it doesn't have enough pages for the spine of that book to actually in the print version that I sell on Amazon, right. have the title on the spine. Like it's a little book, but it's powerful. So when you get that and you start digging into this quadrant for yourself at the back of that book. There are some resources. There's a place to go and learn more about, you know, getting on my podcast or my. I have a um, accelerator program that we're accepting applications to right now. If you're oh, interested cool. in that, just send an email to support at christinecloser.com and just put accelerator interest, you know, from, uh, you know, from the podcast or something. Sure. And, um, and you know, you can reach out that way, but getting the book is going to be the very best thing that you can do because you get a ton of value out of the book. There's a workbook you can download that goes along with it. Um, and it rocks people's worlds. You can go to Amazon and look uh-huh. at, you know, most of the reviews are favorable. There's like one woman had a little, you know, bug, 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 bug in her you know what, yeah. uh, but overall like people love this book because it changes how you think about writing, writing your book.
1: So I have a review on my book. I've had I don't know fourteen or sixteen reviews. Again, I'm like going in cold, no idea what I'm doing. I'm researching, you know, Google how to become an author, like you know, normal like newbie stuff, right? But I launched a book. But this, but the book still. I mean, I was on a podcast last year, and uh, he says that I'm the number one downloaded show of his in forty or fifty episodes. And that, Sweet. and I get a bunch of book book. um sales from that. Like, I'll, I'll see, like, oh, somebody ordered a book. Oh, somebody else ordered a book. Hey, I got a bunch of feedback. So I was like, oh, cool. So they like my story. They like the book, you know, all that. But the book doesn't normally like sell, like, all day, every day. Like, I'm not like, you know, millions of copies sold, like, all over the world. And I don't think most books do. However, uh-huh. um, I <laughs> I just... That if you're writing a book to be famous, I think you're just doing it for the wrong reason.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Like that's just my opinion, and, and, and you know, and not everybody's gonna be Jack Canfield, not everybody's gonna be, uh, you know, J.K. Rowling. Not like it's just. I don't think that you write a book for for selfish reasons because then it's not gonna happen for you. But if you're willing yeah. to listen and you're willing to change your lives. This yes, book will take you amazing places.
0: Absolutely. You know, it's interesting you talk about, you know, not everyone can be a Jack Canfield, you know, not everyone can be a J.K. Rowling, not everyone can be a, you know, fill in the blank, Brene Brown, whoever, you know, whoever oh, it yeah. is. Um, but I just, as you were talking, I thought, but everyone could be like a Dr. Nikki Elliott. Dr. Nikki's yeah. one of my clients. And she had this book called The Intuitive Mother that she had written. But it sat in her hard drive for three years gathering cyber dust. She just didn't know that she could really bring it all the way to fruition. And I met her at a conference out in California, and I just I fell in love with her. She's super easy to love. She's an amazing woman. We've now published two of her books, but I was like, I can help you do oh. this. So I helped her do it. And like a week after the book released, like, you know, she hasn't sold thousands of copies but she she knows she has saved lives because she shared an email with me that she received from a mother who was dealing with postpartum depression and was seriously considering taking herself out after she had just given birth to you know her child, and Dr. Nikki's book literally saved her life. So you might not be Jack Canfield, but you know you could be a Dr. Nikki. And chances are, if you write that book you're really meant to write in one way, shape, or form, it will save someone's life, their health, their business, their sanity, their marriage, their life, life. Um, so you you know you can't you can't do it because you want to be famous. You got to do it because you want to impact people. I couldn't agree more, Sean.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. One one uh, aspect that I want to kind of dive into just a little bit is. Part of the the reason of getting a book, along with not being famous, is most people say that part of being an authority is the first part of the word is author. So when you yep. write a book, you become the authority. That's number one. I, I had a conversation with somebody on a Facebook Live, and they're like, I cannot believe you are this successful and you haven't read a book at all in 2019 I didn't, I read books I just listen to podcasts and then I listen to Whatever the podcast said to do And then I became successful So You have to understand the people Who are listening and, and people who are Wanting to work with Christine that you gotta Be dead set and serious on this Because a lot of the attention is coming Off of books and going on to podcasts However, audio books Are becoming real popular As well and like I said, if you're gonna do this for the right reason, this is a you know it's, it's an undertaking that really should be taken serious. And then the marketing point has to be on point. And listening to a coach, like I would never ever now, 16, yeah sure, 2016, do it. Now I would never advise anybody to write a book by themselves, because it just it just isn't gonna be. It's just not worth it
0: they never do what that author hopes that that book would do because it's not their best work. It might not even be the right, you know, positioning, messaging. Yep. I've seen so yep. many people who write books. I mean, I had someone once, you know, she didn't, she came to me after the fact. She had written this like 125,000 word manuscript and this was a monstrous oh, book.
1: Smokes.
0: And, um, you know, she was a friend, so I don't think she thought of me as someone, you know, like to work with professionally, like, but we were talking one day and, I'm like so tell me this book that you know it's published like what's it about? She she had written 125,000 words and she could not succinctly tell me what her book was about. And I thought well if you can't tell me succinctly what it's about, what is in those 125,000 words? Like your readers are going to just get lost. They're not going to make it through. If you're not clear, they're not going to be clear for sure. So yeah, it's uh, not an endeavor to take on alone, I don't think.
1: Right, because you're because you're competing now with podcasts. You're competing now, you know, with the audiobooks. You're competing now with so much technology, which before you were not competing with. You're competing as much for people's attention as you were before. Like my kids haven't been to the library in quite a while. Um, except for the one Like on the On the Air Force Base But it's not like You know We take trips into the, To the library Like we did When I was a kid Like when you was a kid Like When my mom was a kid Oh like yeah We just That's not That's not a thing No No
0: it's, And it's sad It's sad Which which means that it's even more important for you to make sure that you're writing the best book you can mm-hmm. for the right audience, the right message, because if they are going to invest their valuable time into reading your book, like you owe them, you know, they, they deserve the best you've got. And I like, personally, I'll just say it right now. I might piss some people off, but like, <laughs> I am so sick and tired of all this push, push, push. Like, Become a bestseller in a weekend. Write it in a weekend. You know, oh right? I, I even saw one like become a bestselling author. You know, uh, in 24 hours without even having to write a single word. I was like, yeah, you have Oh to
1: my be, gosh, I'm
0: kidding what? me? Yeah, yes, it makes me sick just thinking about it. Oh because my gosh. you know, if you want a really, deli- I don't even eat meat, but I'm going to use the meat analogy here. Like, if you want a really <laughs> delicious, juicy burger. Like you're going to cook that thing on a grill and you're going to take your time. You would never in a million years take that hunk of ground beef and throw it in the microwave and call it a burger. Right. Like that's disgusting. Right. And nowadays right. there's so, there is like this just rampant um, messaging that you should microwave your book and, you know, oh, just throw together some blogs or fill out this template, answer a few questions, and there's your book. And it's like, yeah, but it's a crap book. And, like, if you're going to do that, don't bother.
1: I, I think that's atrocious. <laughs> like, yeah. that doesn't even sound appealing. Right, no. right? On a weekend. Like, how? Like, I don't no. Like, people pride themselves on that. I'm like, dude, it's got to take longer than that. Like, you can't. I mean, you could write the book, but then it's going to take you, like I don't know, a month or two to market it at least. Like it's still it's gonna take you three months, like no way. I don't know. I And I those are the books been... you
0: read where it's like there's you know, they didn't even check it, they barely spell checked it for grammar and punctuation. Uh, and, yeah. You know, it's just like it's not it's it's disrespectful to the readers. So yeah. like I'm completely on the other end of the spectrum. Like, respect yourself, respect your yeah. readers. Respect the sacred ancient art of written word. I mean, before there yep. was paper, people were scratching markings into cave dwellings, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a sacred vehicle of communicating. And yep. um, I think if you, you know, if you disrespect it, like, it disrespects you. And, you know, the book goes nowhere, or it even harms your reputation if you don't do it well yeah. and do it right. Oh, so, yeah, 100%. Yeah.
1: 100%. So let's do this. We've got about uh, three minutes to go. In the last three minutes, I always asked the guests, what is the takeaway? If nobody listens to you or what I say in this whole episode, but remembers one thing, what is it? What is one takeaway from the show?
0: Your authentic voice makes a difference. So do what it takes to excavate, excavate it for yourself, to really know your truth so you can stand as strongly as I do that, you know, Sean would say what he said at the beginning of this show. Um, he wouldn't say that if I didn't do that work to really uncover, like, my authentic truth and who I am. Um, and you do that and you write a book from that place, like, you watch how much it transforms you, transforms your readers, transforms your business Transforms the world
1: mm-hmm. I love it Oh my god I love it Again if somebody wants to work with you If they're like I have a book But I just don't know what to do What are the next steps I don't know what to do with well, my life
0: Grab the free book we have But also go check out GetYourBookDone.com um, That is my award winning program I've been teaching authors since 2007 It's got a you know 12 year track record of success and, um, yeah, awesome. get your uh, It's an easy domain to remember. So just, you know, check that out and, you know, email us at support at Christine Closer If you have any questions, if you feel like you need to hop on a call with me, um, you know, I don't do that for everyone, but I have a feeling this audience, your audience would be some really like awesome people to work with. So just email support at christinecloser.com and uh, we'll work it out. We'll help you get your book done and a book that you love and that your readers will love too.
1: Love it. Awesome. With that, I want to thank you for your time. This has been absolutely incredible. I'm excited. Uh, just last week, I was like, I'm going to write my next book. Like, I know exactly what it's going to be because I've been talking a lot about positioning, and most people aren't positioned correctly. The book isn't positioned correctly. The podcast isn't positioned correctly. I've been, I've been coaching more people on positioning itself. Than I actually have on what it takes to build a business. It's been the positioning part, and I'm like, I have to write it. To, I have to write about this. So, you and I will talk, and, uh, Excellent. and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it sure
0: Perfect. will. It sure will. Thank you so much for inviting me on today, and thank you all for listening and like for even having this desire to want to write a book. Because you probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't in there somewhere. So, we need your messages out in the world.
1: Absolutely. Sure. Radio listeners, amazing guest impacting the world around her. If anything resonated with the conversation today with Christine Closer, author, coach, publisher, please connect with her. Go to christinecloser.com. Download the Great Transformation Quote ebook, and you can get your book published with their boutique publishing services. It's right there in the show notes. Connect with her on Facebook. Connect with her on LinkedIn. Send her a message and let them know. Let her know that she heard her episode of Life Transformation Radio. And with that, I close the show by saying live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living brand. Well, until next episode, live a great